And we are live. And of course, at that point, I am actually handling the microphone. Sabah, everybody. Sabah, welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Today, I want to talk to you guys about something a little bit different than what we normally talk about. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about mobile devices, specifically the OnePlus Nord N200 uh, 5G. This is a the latest Nord device that was released in the U.S. market by OnePlus, and it actually currently is on T-Mobile. Sorry, got it in the glasses. Um, and I'm, in my opinion, one of the best options that you can get on T-Mobile right now as a basically almost a $200 smartphone that supports 5G, expandable storage, uh, decent specifications is not going to be obviously the flagship experience. It's definitely on the budget side. But the main experience or the main benefit here is that it truly has a very well-rounded experience for that $200, somewhat around $200 price point. Uh, and what I mean is depending on where you're able to get it, sometimes it's $215, $216, around $240. But I think at some point I also was able to see it. Some uh, I was on sale around two hundred bucks, uh, matching the price. Um, Vince is in the chat. Sabaho, um, uh, Umar is in the chat as well. Sabaho, man, welcome back. Uh, Greg as well. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. And uh, Greg, love to hear what you think of the uh, Pixel Buds A series that you have right now. I know it sounds weird, the Pixel Buds A series. Uh, but those are definitely very nice. So I, I want to talk to you guys about the N two hundred, but not just the N two hundred. I was able to, well, I mean, not necessarily that I was actually intending for this to happen, but um, one of the things I was actually been playing to been, blah, been playing with for the last couple of weeks or, uh, is the Helm Audio Bolt. This is a portable uh, DAC. Now, if you guys know Juan Carlos Bagnell, my buddy, my one of my best friends online, as well as in real life, I mean, we have some a lot, a lot of good things to, uh, done, a lot of good things together as well. Um, he's the audiophile in the conversations. I mean, 90% of the time, whenever I have to have a question regarding audio, I always, uh, you know, look to his experience. I look towards what he recommends as far as audio experience. Now, in the past, he and I both, and let me just go ahead and put this up here real quick. He and I both have had a good experience with what Razer did back when Razer used to make phones, right? So the Razer 2 came out with a very nice portable DAC that used to be basically a USB-C to 3.5 millimeter conversion he headphone jack. Now, the reason why I'm actually excited about the Bolt, the Bolt actually takes that premise and moves it to a very big generational leap forward with the ability of well, upscaling our audio and providing us a truly, uh, and basically customized experience to the audio that you're listening to. Uh, this little portable DAC has uh, basically obviously the same standard concept, USB-C connection to our smartphone, uh, as well as it also includes, if I'm not mistaken right there, a USB-C to USB type A converter for our PC connections, as well as the ability, obviously, most of the new computers now do have USB-C ports. But for me, even with the new PC that I built, uh, the only USB-C port that I have is on the back of the computer. And I don't necessarily like to plug that in all the time. So very nice, a little bit of a, a nice little adapter that you can use and you can connect it. Also, this would be the adapter that you end up using if you want to use it with an iOS device, like an iPhone. Because this actually, the, the main premise for this, the reason why I even got into this was um, the whole concept of whole lossless audio, high quality audio, uh, high bit rate, you know, um, a DAC that can support and high, high impedance pair of uh, cans like the DT770s uh, Pro that I have right here. Um, and that's not exactly an easy thing to find. The OnePlus Nord N200 does support a five, you know, a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. But it is basically one of those, I would say, not necessarily a very overwhelming, not very powerful uh, headphone jack or a DAC that supports it. It's okay for music, okay for listening or playing games on the phone. Uh, but if you truly want to enjoy music, if you truly want to get the best sounding experience, this $200 roughly piece of hardware plus the $100 DAC that you're able to use on almost anything, so be it a PC, Mac, again, any system that we can connect to this will definitely benefit from it. Um, 
makes this a very high, very uh, affordable. Um, let's say you want to listen to Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, or even if you want to use it, you know, you listen to YouTube Music, um, or even Title. If you if you want to end up just jumping into you know into like high master quality audio, uh, we're talking about you know twenty four bit, forty eight kilohertz, um, you know, even higher, ninety six to one hundred ninety two, depending on the audio quality and, and the quality that you're able to play. The Bolt can definitely do that. It can do something very magical. So we're going to talk about these two. Um, let's go ahead and just do a quick um, housekeeping. I know <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying it sounds like a Juan Carlos show, but um, I see Joe uh, Hickey's in the chat. Hey, man, hope you're doing well. Uh, uh, yeah, Joe, I, I love that one. Uh, hope you guys are doing well, man. Uh, hey, TK and cool people. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I know I said that like three times. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, G uh, Geeky Nasim is in the chat. Uh, Chemi's in the chat as well. Uh, I see Greg, you know, hanging out with us as well. Uh, Geeky Nasim was one of the winners of the. Uh, I mean, obviously he's a big, big fan and supporter on the channel, but he was also one of the winners of the, um, uh, you know, the the Realme GTs. So I was very happy that he was able to get it. So looking forward to seeing some of his stuff. Uh, what? Oh, okay, so. Uh, so D, uh, Detroit's, uh, Detay, sorry, uh, is asking a question. So last week or so we saw the trailer, uh, about the new movie, the new Dragon Ball movie that, that's coming out. Uh, now the 3d uh, part of this, I, I haven't really read too much into it. I mean, I'll just say this. Um, I think every time we see a new movie, a new genre, whenever they're trying to come up with a new movie, especially in the Dragon Ball universe, they tend to change the animation. They're trying to break through and bring us a new way for us to enjoy Dragon Ball. I think as long as they do it in the right format, moving it into a 3D realm, it could be functional. It could be done right. Um, I don't know if it's going to end up being basically more. I mean, I realize that it's more. you're talking more about the graphics where the animation and the actual drawing of the characters are a little bit more 3D-like. It's not necessarily going to be only a 3D title. Uh, so it, for me, it's really going to end up being how they set up the, uh, the, you know, the, the scenes, the actual... Um, I would say basically the fight scenes, the other characters. Right now, all we see is Goku, which definitely looks pretty decent. And if you notice, basically the main comparison that they did before, uh, where they show you essentially one with and one without the 3D and um, the 3D effect added to it, um, it's nice. It's definitely an augmentation. It just looks, uh, you know, where we're seeing a little bit more light reflection on the hair, uh, better representation on the face. So at the end of the day, honestly, it doesn't look too different. But I wouldn't be surprised that. Every time they've released a game on Dragon Ball, like any ecosystem, like Xbox or PlayStation, whatever, they've always changed the animation. It's always something a little bit different. So it really, we have to wait and see a little bit more. Maybe a second trailer that comes out, uh, we'll be able to get a chance to get a better understanding of it. But so far, honestly, it looks nice. Uh, and I hope they, you know, they do, they do it justice and that the storyline progresses. We've been waiting for another movie for quite some time. Um, I know if you follow the manga, that obviously you're you're in touch. You're seeing basically some of the developments, especially with uh, Vegeta's power up and surpassing Goku. So that's a big event there. Um, so I'm not really sure where this story kind of uh, falls into it, but we're going to have to see how that comes out. It's not coming out till next year. So very excited about that one as well. Uh, let me see here real quick. Chris Anthony's in the chat with us. Dominic Wong. Hey, man. Go, hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, let me see here. Okay. Uh, okay. So Chris Anthony's saying, with, with the phone with the USB-C dock, okay, with the phone, okay, with the phone with, with a USB-C dock, okay, that's a question. Okay, let's keep reading. Um, I tried the OnePlus 9 Pro on a uh, on the Dell dock. Uh, oh, okay, on the Dell dock the uh, the other day, and it, um, at, at work and at work. Uh, okay, the the video didn't work, and the charging. 
uh, didn't work. So I didn't bother testing the audio. Okay, so Chris, I think, is having some concerns with the OnePlus 9 Pro and uh, basically saying, is there, a diff is there an issue with using a USB-C dock? Um, I'll say this. I've charged my OnePlus 9 Pro on both the OnePlus charger, the uh, the first uh, the first party OnePlus charger, and I've also charged it on um, actually the Razer specifically since I wanted, like we're talking Razer. Uh, one of my other favorite uh, charging uh, pads that I like to use is uh, the Razer one that was released with the Razer Phone 2, mostly because of RGB. I know it's cheesy on my side, but it looks nice. So when I put a phone on it, a small circle of RGB starts spinning around it, telling me that it's charging. Uh, so I know it works, but it doesn't charge at the same speed. Now, what you're saying essentially is that when you put it on the on the on a Dell dock um, the other day at your office, the video didn't work and the charging didn't work. So I'm assuming the Dell dock is a Dell wireless charging dock. So when you say video, were you trying to play video or were you recording video? I'm going to go with the assumption is that you were playing video. Um, it's a little bit odd that a wireless charger would interact with the video. The only thing that I would probably question First, uh, what were the thermals uh, of the smart of the phone and the environment that you were in? Because there's a couple of things that we want to keep in mind. Wireless charging, by definition, increases temperature. But if your phone was coming in from, let's say, a situation like we have here in Southern California, but it was just a hot day, so your phone was running hot already, and then you come in, you put it on wireless charger, you're, you're adding heat to what's already on a device that's trying to cool down, and then you were trying to play video, so maybe there was some thermal throttling, some type of issue like that, but... The charging not working is a little bit of a uh, question that, again, could be related to temperature. So, and Chris, if you can maybe, I would say maybe elaborate a little bit more on the on the situation because I'm not sure why it wouldn't. Wireless charging has nothing to do, um, and and just for reference, USB-C or micro USB type chargers, they're all about the same. The interface doesn't really interact with the smartphone since it's connected directly to the charger. It's more about the output and the technology. Uh, the fast charging for the OnePlus charger is USB-C, but that. That's again, it's nothing to do with the actual charging um, uh, mechanism. That's all built in. It's powered by USB-C, but um, the coils themselves is what generates the, uh, the I guess, the, the transmission of power between the receivers and the sender uh, coils. But let me know. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so now that now that I'm reading, okay, uh, autocorrect always gets us, man. Believe me, I, I'm I'm uh, I fell in for that one many many times. Would a OnePlus work with a USB-C dock? Um, yes, it, there should be no reason why it wouldn't work with any USB-C dock. The only problem would here's my caveat to that: it's the fitting of it, right? As long as the USB-C dock is uh, clear, has enough clearance for the thickness of the smartphone, because depending sometimes they have some shapes difference, then it shouldn't be any problem. Now, the question would be is when you plugged it into the, um, so that's the other question. So now that we, now we're getting a little bit of clarification, when you plugged it into the Dell dock, what was it plugged into? So was it plugged into a charger and was that charger? Uh, because now we're talking about that it's not a wireless charger. Now it truly depends on the actual charging technology. If it was plugged into a standard um, charger, there is a possibility that you were plugged into a proprietary charger. Like sometimes the way we see it with, let's say, uh, Huawei and other manufacturers, their chargers are proprietary. They're not going to use the same technology as other chargers. So that could be a problem that you may be facing. I'm not sure the type of charger that you were using. Now, you could, in theory, use the USB-C cable that comes with or the charging brick that comes with the OnePlus 9, and that should circumvent the problem if your system allows it. If not, you could always use some of the original ones, like the original uh, the 30-watt chargers that uh, OnePlus had that had USB Type-A connector to it, and that will work as well. 
So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, but as far as not working, it, that could only be if it's a proprietary charger. Uh, and I would also double check the charger with another device. Let me double check here. Um, Jim Midri is in there. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, every evening to everybody. Always, always. Uh, uh, notification to you. Yes, definitely. Xperia 1 Mark III, more, more than a month to go. Hans, you and me feel, I, I feel your pain, man. I, I seri seriously feel your pain. Um, if So I'll say this. If you haven't had or if you did not put in an order for the Xperia 1 Mark III, uh, the pre-order at least in the U.S., and that's because there's a few things going on. Um, the current pre-order is still set to release or start shipping devices on the 19th of, uh, of August. That's 19 days roughly from now. This is the last day of, of July. But if you haven't was if you weren't part of the first batch, because it seems like they're doing them in more of a batch system, now they're shipping them much later, which is closer to that September date, which is I think what you're referring to a little bit uh, more about a month away from where we are. Uh, so it, it's end up it's basically this is where what, what you know Xperia and Sony are doing it. They're doing it the smart way. They realize the demand for their smartphone is not going to be as high, and let's say some of the other options on the market. So they're releasing them in batches, especially in the U.S. because. And I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad thing, but it, it realistically, like, I mean, the U.S. market for Sony may not be the their top of the line, uh, the, the you know, the, the the market the way it used to be back in the day. And I think they're coming back. They're definitely on a really good wave coming back with their smartphone department right now. But they're still playing it safe. You notice that they released initially in China. So Chinese market has had it for almost um, maybe two months now. And we haven't even seen it. Uh, Europe and the US are somewhat staggered a little bit more as far as basically manufacturing and production. So uh, I, I would say kudos to Sony for releasing their hardware in the order that they feel right. I just feel like we, you know, we still need a little bit more. I mean, we're getting multiple colors. That's a great thing in the US. But I feel like, you know, just it's it's becoming longer and longer and the other thing that we also haven't seen is no word or no mention of the xperia 5 mark 3 which was also slated to be released in the summer and if i'm not mistaken by the time we hit september which is literally less than a month away that summer's over so we're into we're we're, we're gonna have to see what sony comes up with but i feel your pain man the xperia 1 mark 3 is um it, it's hard to explain until you use it. It's really one of those devices you have to try because no other device on the market, other I mean, other than the Xperia 1 Mark II and the, and the first Xperia feature a 4K panel. So those are unique to start with. But then to, to slap 120 hertz refresh rate to that, meaning not only do you get the best resolution, but you also get the some of the best refresh rates on the market. That's a very big difference that I don't think a lot of people realize that the Xperia 1 Mark III is truly changing the way we consume media. And it's giving us truly Sony's experience of movie watching and enjoying content on the go, not only from the stereo speakers, from the headphone jack with the support of that, but as well also with the overall experience on 120 frames per second refresh rate. Uh, you know, it's technically 240 just for reference with black frame insertion and has to become basically, uh, you know, 120 touch, but 240, uh, sorry, 120 hertz refresh, but 240 touch sampling. So it definitely has a lot of things going on for it. Um, so I'm hoping that it, you know, it still sticks and that they do actually do start shipping out their units on the 19th. I've been waiting for that for over a month now. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. And, and I'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted as I hear some more. Uh, Dominic Juan. <laughs> uh, Dominic is like, I could finally join TK's live stream because Asus finally fixed the bug with the YouTube app notification. Uh, my friend, I, I will say this. I am very happy that Asus fixed their bug, but I'm also hoping that at some point, um, our buddies, our, our buddies start sending the notifications that, you know, 
that everybody was, was signed up for. That's the best way to say it. But we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, welcome, man. I'm glad that you're on the show. Thank you for hanging out with us again. Um, it's been some time. TTK, uh, RGB. Oh my God, Joe. Definitely. You know what? That's actually not a bad nickname. I should, I should put that in. Um, just add the RG in the middle of it. That's a TK RGB. <laughs> RGB. I like RGBs. It just, to me, it's so, and, and, and the weird thing about it is I like RGBs in specific scenarios. I don't like them on everything. So obviously I'm not looking for the smartphone that just has RGB all around it. Although I wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't be sad if my smartphone had it. Uh, the uh, Razer Phone 2 definitely was one of those. Um, and, and again, if we even look at, um, uh, what's it called? The ROG phones and all the gaming phones typically will have some type of a, an aesthetic to RGB color uh, customization with, you know, uh, breathing logos and so on. Uh, but for me in my office here, especially, which, by the way, I finally fixed the temperature issue here. Now I can finally sit in this room without sweating like it's going out of style. Let's just say that. Um, it's something that I, I'm truly enjoying right now. I have an AC, a slight small AC unit that I put in the office here that actually can cool the room, even with all of the hardware turned on and generating all that heat. It stays a nice, very, very comfortable 87, uh, not 87, like 77, 78 uh, Fahrenheit, which is roughly what I wanted it to stay anyways. I don't want it to be too cold. I don't want it to be too hot. I just want to be a comfortable experience, and this works out. So yeah, RGB all the way. I'm definitely with you. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Greg. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I've been, I've been off work. Oh, this week. Yeah. yeah no, definitely. So, uh, one thing for us also, then the big thing that's going on is actually, this is kind of starting to come at almost to the end of summer for us, for our kids, at least. Um, so in about a couple of weeks, a lot of, uh, most of the schools in the LA area, or at least in California, we're going to start opening up as well. So yeah, no, definitely. If you're able to take some time off before the kids go back to school, um, or, you know, life goes back to normal, I guess, uh, outside of summer vacation time. Um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of notifications always kind of messed up. Uh, let me. <laughs> oh, Chris Anthony's jumping on it. TK's room used to overheat instead of his phone. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a weird. It's a very. It's it's and it never really bothered me as much. And in, in the colder months, it's not as much of an issue. This is the weird part about it. Um, it generated enough heat to kind of counteract the temperature cool down in the outside. So when it was too cold, where the rest of the house is like freezing cold, this room ends up being nice and comfortable. So that was never an issue. But then we started into the summer months, and this year for some reason, um, we've been just getting hit with heat wave after heat wave after heat wave. And then I work out of this room all day long. So I mean, we don't necessarily just do live streams, but, you know, working on the PC, uh, day job stuff, a whole bunch of things, shooting video, editing video. I'm in this room for quite some time. And it was very much a very bad experience when the temperature runs around 80 to 85 degrees in this room because of the hardware that generates the heat. So it wasn't necessarily that the AC wasn't strong enough for the room. It just wasn't strong enough for the room the way I have it. So this had to be resolved. And tried fans, fans didn't work. All they were doing is circulating hot air. And after some time, it just, it didn't really fix any of my problems. So yes, you're right. Um, I, I needed something to cool down my room so that my room is not as hot as my phones. I appreciate it. Air conditioning, TK Bay always. Um, Earl Owens, yes. So I'm... I'm I'm anxious for 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 unpacked. Uh, I'm uh, you know as you guys know, unpacked is going to be on the 11th. Um, there is a there's a lot of leaks. There's a lot of information. We're starting to see some more information. Samsung's himself dropped a little bit of a teaser, obviously showing us the new fold. 
we know obviously there's a lot of things that are going to be changing in the sense of uh, what for first thing is obviously the support of an S Pen. The S Pen Pro is going to be released at the same time. Um, I saw some of those cases for the Z Flip 3 that really didn't make sense to me, but I don't know. I never really thought the Z Flip was always was okay. I never thought the Z Flip was a device that would fit my style of uh, hardware. I under, I appreciated when it was unfolded, when it was opened. I was not comfortable with it the way it fits in my pocket when it was closed, even with a case. And even though it's a, uh, it's more of a, it gets actually pretty thick when you add a case to it because you end up having to add a thickness to it. So obviously this is the Z Fold Two. Um, it was just never, I just never felt like it was a phone for me. But the casing that, that we're seeing here is that they're asking people to use. Um, uh, some kind of a hanging mechanism for the Z Flip, which means it actually sits on the outside part of the pocket where you have it hanging, kind of like a little, um, I don't know, like a fanny pack or something like that, but essentially it's a phone. Um, it makes me a little bit worried, but we'll have to see how that kind of goes because some of the things I don't know why uh, they would want you to hang that, something that could potentially be something, you know, 15000 to $1,500. Uh, my hope is that we do get both models that they're offering, that they're going to be promising us, that the pricing does actually drop, that it is actually less expensive than what we've seen them in the past. Um, as, as excited as I am to the S-Pen functionality added to the, uh, to the Z Fold 3, I'm a little bit leery on how that's going to end up becoming a solution for anybody because at the end of the day, if you're carrying the Z Fold 3, and it's going to be, for the most part, roughly the same thickness as what we're getting here, regardless if it actually is a little bit thinner on the design, you guys need to remember that if you put a case on it, anything kind of becomes thicker by definition. So I don't know where how that's going to be a solution to add a case that support an S Pen, which will make things even bigger than it exists than it is right now. I think the reality of the matter is if you're if you're thinking of the Z Fold 3, you should get the Z Fold 3 because you want the technology, the IPX8 that they're talking about, about some water resistance built into it, that's going to be more functional. And I think that's worth it more for me than the S Pen. One of the biggest things I've ever done whenever I when I was using the Z Fold 3, Z Fold 2 as my daily driver was the fact that I could never take it with me anywhere that there was going to be any water or dust. So at the time we were going to a park here uh, back then, at least uh, with the Z Fold, the first Z Fold, uh, and it's basically um, Universal Studios. And these, there is a Jurassic World water ride. I made sure to lock my phone in a locker with a key before I even went on that ride because I did not want to get it close to water. I didn't want to lose my $2,000 phone. It's just crazy. So short answer, a lot of things to be covered, a lot of exciting things to be announced. For the most part, we're looking forward to the new Galaxy watches. Uh, we're also looking forward to... Um, actually, hold on. Let me see here real quick. Do I have that? Uh, there, I have a list of uh, some of the things that we're actually going to be covered here. To switch... Let me switch over. And um, there was also another thing that I don't know if you guys are interested. If you are interested, it will be something that could help you guys out. Let me just do this real quick. Uh, I forgot to add the link into this because it was I didn't think I was going to talk about the Z Fold 2 or the Z Fold 3. Let me see if we can get that. Uh, let me see here. Oop, wrong account. Sorry. A uh, lot, lot of things kind of going on here. Um, here it is. Okay. And okay, so essentially what, what 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 Samsung decided to do is they're they're asking people to reserve uh, their interest in the Z Fold 3 or the the announcement that they're going to be doing. And in return, and here's the the funny little thing that they added to it, which I find I've actually find it very nice, but it's a great marketing um, marketing system that Samsung has built year over year, which we all know is their trading system. Let me see if we can actually, and of course, I just hit that thing way too many times. 
I added the link to the description below. But essentially, it's if you want to say if you want to uh, sign up, if you want to basically reserve, and, and it costs nothing. It's just basically putting your name on a list, letting them know that you're interested in what they're announcing. Um, they're going to be giving away an extra hundred dollars on trade in, as well as um, it sounds like they're basically going to include some uh, insurance for free for some year and then an extra gift. The worst that comes, the worst thing that comes out of this is that you decide that like you don't want to do anything, you don't want to actually buy anything. But if you do decide to, then you have that option and it is available for you. So the link for that is in the description uh, for anybody that's interested in reserving the Z Fold 3 or the Z Fold, the Z Flip 3, the watches, anything. Uh, this is all about basically saving you some money. And and we can con confirm from what we did last week is that the Z Fold 3 and the Z Flip 3 are both going to be on the uh, options in there because you can trade in the original Z Flips and the original Z Fold as part of the trade-ins, as well as watches. And uh, it seems like there was also tablet options as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, let me see here. I think I may have missed a few uh, question here. Uh, Sanjok Allen, uh, welcome, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Chemi's in there. Aditya and I think Dominic are talking. Um, okay, here. Um, Chris Anthony is actually saying, what does he think of the carriers giving away 5G phones, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile? Um, so th this is a little bit of an interesting approach, right? Giving away phones, uh, and I think some of them are doing it as a trade-in, right? Where they're basically, they're giving away phones to everybody as long as you trade in your existing phones. They don't care what phone you have, but more so that they want to put you on their 5G network. Um, they're right now, 2021 has a much more uh, stronger presence of 5G in the technology that we see with carriers. So T-Mobile, Verizon, NT, and AT&T in the US at least, since Sprint is no longer kind of on its own, they're part of T-Mobile. Um, they all offer sub six type of technology when it comes down to 5G, right? Verizon was the last one to hold out and they were basically banking on UW everywhere. And the reality is UW still is, even to, to, to this day, still doesn't provide us the experience that I think we get from what we get from 4G LTE. And what I mean by this is, Seamless transition from tower to tower. Now, no need to have a line of sight, a direct line of sight with the tower to get the best signal. Uh, and as far as basically uh, just building uh, uh, building penetration as far as signal strength, UW just doesn't exist. Right now, UW literally has to be in front of you for it to make sense. So now that everybody has 5G, how do we or how do they uh, basically differentiate themselves between the other brands? And I think that's the best way. Uh, devices like the N200. So this is the N200. This is not the T-Mobile version or the Metro. This is the unlocked version directly from OnePlus. Uh, but it works with both. So it doesn't matter really if you get them from one or the other. If you just buy directly from OnePlus, from Best Buy, Amazon, whichever. The device is available in actually across multiple uh, I would say there's a link, by the way, in the description if you guys want to check it out, but it's available on multiple platforms. That's the big thing. It makes it so that they're able to get you in the door. So you're going in because now you're getting 5G here and they're giving you a 5G phone. So you have to always read behind the label. If they're giving you a good phone, that's a decent phone, like a OnePlus Nord, uh, the N200, I think it's a good deal. But giving um, it's like a no-name company brand with a phone that is literally kind of like, I would say, very much the entry, entry, entry level of a 5G phone. Uh, you you may or may not have the best situation, but it's a great marketing uh, you know tactic because people hear the word 5G, they think future proofing, they think faster connections, um, and the N200 is actually pretty decent in what it offers. Let me see here real quick. Uh, I was uh, I was about to before we started this conversation. Let's say allow, hello, allow. Okay, you know the Ookla app for speed test has changed uh, dramatically since when we first started using it. But I like the approach of what they offer. Um, and I think it's a smart way to bring people in. If you're thinking about getting something with T-Mobile right now, they have two phones. They have the Revel, which is technically what they use as their in-house brand. 
Um, and I, they also have, uh, what they have here is uh, the Nord N200 5G. Uh, and the reason why I'm, oh my God, this is crazy. Okay, so let me show you guys. It's, it's finishing a speed test that I'm doing right now. I'll give it a second to finish. Okay, I, I'll let it sit down and finish. I don't know. The upload speed is not not at all uh, something that you want to play around with. It's it's very, I mean, it's not that bad. It's two. It's about two megabits upload. It's not It's not going to be the fastest connection. Let's, let, me, let me go ahead and bring this back. We're going to go here, results, and right there. Okay. So hopefully you guys can see this. So this is the N200. This is running on T-Mobile right now. It is on the 5G network. So you can definitely see right there. 207 megabits down with two megabits up. 24, uh, 24 uh, basically uh, millisecond on the ping time. That's crazy low. Um, and of course, uh, 20. Uh, okay, so it says 21.9 data packet loss. Uh, the jitter wasn't exactly the best connection, but still. I mean, a 200 bucks phone, 5G on T-Mobile from OnePlus is crazy good. And you're getting those speeds. So companies definitely doing the right move and doing these devices. And I hope that they would give out some of these devices away, especially with T-Mobile. Uh, Aditya, let me see here. Oh, oh here you are. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm catching up. I'm catching up, guys. Aditya, I'm good. Been off for a week. Uh, okay. Let me see here. Oh, okay. So we have actually uh, quite a few, uh, quite a few people hanging out with us today from Twitch, which is definitely uh, uh, very nice. I want to say, did I make sure that, that what, am I? Hopefully, I'm doing this correctly. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I think we're doing it right. Actually, I can see it right there. Yeah, it is on the right channel. I want to make sure. So, welcome for everybody hanging out with us from Twitch. Uh, I actually not used to seeing the logo. That's why I was like looking at the logo. It doesn't show the pictures of the uh, the avatars correctly. Um, It's live, but he's only, uh, yeah, so depending where you are and depending what you're logged into. So I appreciate the, uh, you checking it out also on the Twitch uh, platform as well. Um, so yes, uh, just for reference, I use StreamYard, not Restream. So I use StreamYard and it does uh, similar to, to what uh, Restream kind of does. The interface for me, just something that I'm used to using and it streams to both. And I can actually technically stream to multiple sessions, but um, I like to do it both on stream, uh, sorry, on YouTube and on Twitch at the same time, because I feel like those are the biggest streaming uh, platforms that I've used. I tried doing it at some point with uh, like Facebook and some of the other uh, platforms. These, these two just work for the best for me. Uh, and I don't typically broadcast it to the Arabic channel at the same time, mostly because it just ends up becoming a, a translation, uh, not nightmare, but a challenge for sure. Um, let me see here. Da, da, da. Um, okay, hopefully I'm back. So, uh, well, yeah, one of the other things we're also streaming at a slightly higher resolution. We're up to 1080p now, so I want to make sure that it works right. Um, so yes, Earl Owen says, uh, so Gal Sam, uh, sorry, T-Mobile also has the Galaxy 832 5G. So there are some other options as well, for sure. There's no question there's A-Series is one of the more popular options that Samsung has to offer. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, I think it's more about, um, like as long as they're giving away the devices, like when you when you're coming on and you're getting a 5G phone, I, I want to make sure that they're not giving you the bottom of the barrel. I want to make sure that they're giving you a decent experience. Um, OnePlus over the years, and with the exception, obviously, with some of the new generational, like the one the Nord 2 that just got released in Europe, where we're starting to see more of a color OS implementation, uh, the Nord N200 is still running the basically uh, well Android 11 out of the box with Oxygen OS 11. So there, we're getting a lot of the benefits of speed performance, even though it's running the Snapdragon 480 and with three gigabytes of RAM, uh, 64 gigs of internal storage, you're able to add an SD card. You have a headphone jack. Um, you have a, you know the triple camera setup in the back is primarily really just one camera that's very nice. 
Um, it's actually a decent experience for the, around the $200 price point. So you just want to set your expectations to that. Uh, but the Samsung A, A series for sure. Uh, the A32 is definitely one of the uh, one of the other options a lot of people look into, uh, and you could definitely enjoy. So whatever device you go with, they're not going to disappoint. You just need to be understanding and tailor your experience to the to the to the to the category that you're looking into. Uh, so that would be my only thing. It's because although the cameras the images do come out pretty decent, they're not necessarily the best on the market. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, although if you wanna if you like to be able to play around with them with any like kind of uh, Lightroom or not Lightroom Snapseed or even Google Photos, uh, they do a pretty decent job of optimizing some of those images. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> uh, I could have between. Uh, I'm being on Twitch myself. <laughs> um, Danny R. Oh, sorry, I'm saying it because uh, level. Um, uh, love the look of the content and uh, loud. Wanted to uh, wanted to drop by and <laughs> drop by the, uh, the raid. Uh, keep up and keep uh, great work. Appreciate it, man. Always, always appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by and hanging out with us on on the Saturday, last day of uh, July, of course. Uh, let me see here. And I think we're, yeah, okay, good. We are almost at the end of those comment list here. And hopefully if I, if I missed your comment, please let me know. Hmm. But let's talk a little bit about the N200. So, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, last thing I want to kind of recap, uh, this week's, this week's videos were a little bit of mixed, uh, experience. So different devices, different things we covered on the channel. The first thing I want to say is this, the Oppo Reno 6 Pro 5G, was very a very surprising smartphone from from Oppo. Did not disappoint. The camera experience is seriously one of the best ones we've seen on on Reno devices, and I feel like this is. It, it, hear me on this. I, I know there's some people that may not be very comfortable or very happy with the way Oxygen OS and Color OS are coming kind of together in the development part of it. At the end of the day, up till the point where we got to the OnePlus Nine and OnePlus sorry, and the Nine Pro and the Eight Pro because of the camera hardware. We've had an, uh, an evolutionary progress of camera experience on OnePlus devices. And that's because OnePlus has always been developing their own. They've always worked on their own um, technology separate from Oppo for the longest time because they were technically, to a certain point, a separate company under the same umbrella. Now that they're starting to share some of their resources together, and again, the OnePlus, the OnePlus Nord 2 is the first smartphone where ColorOS has some true presence into Oxygen OS. Uh, and some people are calling it basically where Oxygen OS is a skin on top of ColorOS. Um, it actually could be a beneficial thing to people that love using OnePlus devices. ColorOS 11, since last year, has been one of the fastest implementation of ColorOS we've ever seen. The camera science that we see from OnePlus uh, and, uh, sorry, from Oppo, uh, it's definitely one of the better solutions. And again, as we saw with the Reno 6, with the previous generations. So what I would probably say is this. They could definitely benefit from working together. And unifying their resources can only be more opt uh, optimized for us, meaning more frequent, better releases of software optimizations and updates than what we've seen in the past. So it can only benefit us at the end. But the only thing we need to kind of understand is, at the end of the day, OnePlus devices will look in one way, which is what we've typically seen, and Oppo devices will look in the other. That's pretty much how it's going to be. So I'm not against it. I'm just letting you know that that's basically one of the things. I'm, I appreciate having uh, Oxygen OS 11 on the Nord and uh, N200. Uh, works great on the uh, the Snapdragon 480. Uh, the display is definitely one of the larger ones. I like the fingerprint sensor being on the side as opposed to in display. It's much faster. It's more of a natural grab. Like if it wasn't right under the camera here as a button, Having it on the right is definitely one of the better ones. So here, you can put it on and then unlock the device. So what? Oh, sorry. Yeah, here we are. So here, unlock and then unlock. If we can do it, we'll do it right. 
<laughs> oh my god okay here we go did i do it too many times no i don't know why i can't i can't seem to do it sideways oh here we are okay i can't seem to do it sideways but if i do it straight it works perfectly fine um the combination of this and something like the DAC here from the helm, uh, the bolt. So I wanted to show you guys real quick what I'm talking about. So let's switch over to the second camera here. Okay, let's look. You guys are looking top down on man. And so the the N200 very pretty much standard experience. And here is the bolt. This is what I was talking to you guys about. So this is the helm audio bolt. It's uh, basically a bolt DAC amp. So that's a combination of a DAC and an amp. So it not only does it improve the uh, basically uh, the digital to analog conversion, but it also amplifies. So that actually is what you're going to get. What you get from here is definitely louder than what your phone can generate normally with a built-in headphone jack or uh, other USB uh, options that you're using. It's a mobile, uh, basically MQA certified USB digital audio converter. Um, in the box itself, sorry, it's upside down here. So it's a THX certified for low, for ultra low crosstalk and distortion. So almost non-existent on the distortion side. Sample rate as high as 384 kilohertz with DSD rates of up to 5.6 megahertz. Megahertz, not not kilohertz, megahertz. Uh, plug and play for Android, iOS, Windows, macOS, and then Linux. So any platform that uses a, a USB-C or USB-A will support it. Although I will say this much, on iOS, you do need to use the adapter, that USB to uh, lightning adapter, because that's about the only way for you to be able to connect this type of connector. No, sorry, wrong DAC. Uh, this type of USB-A connector directly, or unless you can find a USB-C to lightning, either way, that will work for you. Um, in the box, you get the Helm da uh, DAC itself, a self-carrying case, a USB-C female to USB type A adapter, which again, they're just talking about this one. Typically, this is how I'm using it. But if I'm using it with my PC, I just usually plug it in this way and it works exactly the same. And of course, a quick start guide. Very simple, very easy. Um, and there's, oh, let me let's actually show you guys real quick. The really, really nice option. So here's the case. Again, says Helm Audio. And here is what the magic is and why I feel like this is going to help you guys tremendously on what you're getting in. So they don't show the colors here, but we are going to go ahead and plug this in straight into the OnePlus 9 and OnePlus N200. Okay. So here we are. We're going to unplug and we're going to plug it back down here. And right out of the box, you'll notice here there's a color, right? So this is a blue color. There's three different stages. So there is magenta, red, and blue. Blue is standard audio. This basically is 16 kilohertz up to 48 hertz. Uh, sorry, 16 bit to 20, 48 kilohertz. That's the standard audio that you're able to get. Red jumps you over to 24 or 40, uh, 24 bit. Uh, sorry, tw uh, tw yeah, 24 bit to 48 kilohertz, and that's going to be the next solution there, or also all the way up to 96. After that, Magenda is MQA audio is where you want to go into mastered audio. So I'm talking about not only just high quality audio, but like crazy good audio. And what I've been using them with is the DT770s. This is the 250 ohms, uh, basically high impedance uh, ear, earbuds or not earbuds over the ear cans. Um, and what happens is when you plug that in, let's go ahead and start putting it in here. So we're going to start seeing, seeing some of the color changing on this because I'm going to go ahead and launch Tidal. So I've been, I use it with Tidal. You can use it with Samsung, uh, sorry, Samsung, with Amazon Music. Uh, we'll do it one more time. So when you plug it in and Tidal is plugged in, Tidal likes to actually take on or take over uh, the DAC. This now no longer needs any third-party application. So first thing is we're still running on the blue color, but let's go ahead and play some music. We're not going to hear it here, obviously, because we're not playing it. Uh, and right now it's playing mastered. So let's give it a second. I'll give it one more time. And let's actually, let me play it one more time here. I know we're doing it live. Give it a second. Yes. And let's see if we can get it to go magenta. Sorry. 
Let's do that one more time. Sometimes, I don't know why, for some reason, it keeps working like this with me here. So let's do it. Okay, now it works. Okay, so the music is playing in the background, but what I want to show you guys here real quick, you can see, I'm going to bring the audio down a little bit. So you can definitely see here, it's turning magenta, and that's because we're listening now to mastered audio. So we're listening to mastered uh, MQA audio straight using the OnePlus Nord. This is a $200, roughly $200 phone with a $100 amp that will work on almost anything that you're using. And at this position now, we have an audio file and the best solution that you can get for lossless audio. So I can be using um, Apple Music on here. I can use this obviously on an iOS, on my PC. I can use Amazon Music, which also features high quality audio. Uh, YouTube Music also features it, although it doesn't have MQA or mastered audio. So lossless audio that we everybody's talking about. But this actually solution works literally almost anywhere. And it is so versatile, so easy to do, almost a very easy plug and play. And Tidal is basically, I would say, the best solution that I've seen that implements it. Um, it's almost like this this stack was designed to to be worked with uh, with Tidal. So once you plug it in, Tidal, as you saw, that gives us a notification, says an MQA DAC has been plugged in. Tidal likes to take over, and it automatically links up to it. There's no more need for third-party applications or anything to do. Now, if you like to download your own files, so let's say you want to support uh, your own, you know, your your I would say your artist uh, or bands that you follow, and you want to download their high-quality FLAC files. Very easy, you can download and play them directly on your smartphone. And as long as you're using a compatible high quality audio player, it will decode and will play MQA audio for you and you can still enjoy them. Um, this DAC actually not only performs great with high quality impedance headphones, it'll actually make any pair of headphones that you're using sound better because it's not just a DAC, it's also a built-in amp. So it improves the audio, provides you better quality and I promise that the way you've enjoyed music in the past, if you haven't been using a device that has a built-in DAC or a quad DAC, let's say an LG V60, um, a Sony Xperia 1 Mark II, or even the Mark III when that comes out as well, you truly are missing out on a very different level of how audio, how colorful the audio is going to be, how how more balanced the audio experience, the vocals, the bass, uh, the snare, uh, the ability of hearing every single lever, uh, not lever, uh, lever but level level of audio and um, just be able to actually feel the audio playback on your smartphone. Um, when you're able to get that experience on a $200 smartphone, that takes it to the next level because of the way the technology is designed. So I again, Helm, uh, Helm Audio DAC, if you're looking for it, it's definitely one of the best options you can get. It's not that expensive. It's portable. It's easy to use and will work literally with. Uh, and if you're an Apple fan, if you like using your iPhone, you just need to buy an adapter for a USB-C to uh, USB-A to uh, a lightning adapter. That's I think it's about a 20 to $30 adapter that uh, Apple sells. And you're able to basically plug in this straight in and then use it. Now, it's going to be dongle life. But we're, you know, if you if you live on the iOS, if you live on iPhones, if you live on Macs, if you live on PCs with all USB-Cs, you've been on the dongle life for some time. So this isn't going to be any different it's adding the ability of getting your audio to the next level so 
I can't speak highly enough of this. Uh, once Juan Carlos just basically um, converted me over to start using DAX and on top of my existing systems, uh, it just became a very different experience. And when I was able to put them together with an N200, an inexpensive phone from OnePlus that features 5G, which can handle very fast speeds to download large files, uh, especially you know when you're talking about high quality mastered audio, and especially with MQA audio, with that lossless audio, this is crazy. Oh man, grounded tech. Hey man, hope you're doing well, man. Dan, hope you're doing well. Glad to see you on the chat on the chat, man. Um, and I wish you the best of luck, especially with the with the uh, the the. Um, I don't want to mention too much of it, but I wish you the best of luck with the upcoming uh, thing that you're going to be doing, hopefully soon. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're all rooting for you, man, and hope you're doing well. Uh, how do you like? Okay, so. Uh, I, Greg had a quick question here. How do you like the Poco X3 uh, GT? So that's the new, and I know it's here somewhere. <laughs> oh, here it is. Sorry. Uh, so here, the new Poco one that we just did the unboxing on um, on Wednesday. I think there was the, the official launch event. Um, you know, seriously, very surprising. The, the Dimensity 1100 is very much a powerful, somewhere between the 855 and the 865 as far as pro, uh, horsepower, uh, you know, comparing it to the Qualcomm. So definitely not 2021 spec uh, performance, but for what we're getting for the price point of $299 uh, entry level, uh, there's no question. I think the mid-ranger to budget line is becoming very blurry. Uh, this is something that we were we were not even looking at, in, I mean, about a couple of years ago where, you know, people were looking at mid-rangers as if they were just something like that nobody looked at. This is literally where all the money is being played at. I don't think a lot of people are buying the $1,000 plus smartphones or $2,000 smartphones. I think a lot more are going in for, you know, like an N200 for 200 bucks or 220 bucks, depending where you're getting it. Um, and then, of course, or going with, let's say, a, a Poco phone for $299 that still features, again, stereo speakers, 120 frames refresh rate display. Um, you know, we're getting, uh, you know, depending on the storage that you want to get, 128 or 256. So impressions of it very nice uh, i'm finishing up my stuff for it so that i can push out the video for you guys on monday morning uh, it will be in both arabic and in english and of course we'll be covering all the different aspects of the uh the x3 and uh, the x3 gt i want to keep calling it the x3 nfc because there is that other model but this one is the x3 gt specifically so very nice yes definitely liking it a lot uh it, so Joe did the same. This thing happened to me is the same thing last week uh, where Dan jumped in with uh, grounded tech as opposed to going in with uh, the uh, air guys TV. So I, I got I, I was a little bit confused, but a DTA was with us in the chat and he hit me up as well. Uh, he corrected me. Uh, he corrected me quickly, quickly. Hey, DTA. Uh, Gary, the fireman's with us. Hey, man, hope you're doing great, uh, doing good. Um, check out their Instagram. Yeah. One plus USA has a, a very, a very good um a very actually very engaging uh, Instagram account as well. Uh, let me see here. I think I may have missed something. Then <laughs> uh, it suits you, uh, Gary the Fireman. OnePlus is giveaway. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. There is a uh, there is a giveaway going on on OnePlus. Uh, sorry, you're right. You're right. There is a giveaway going on on there. So if you guys haven't had to check it out, check it. Have not had a chance to check it out. That was a tongue twister. Uh, definitely check out their uh, their Instagram account. They're, they've been doing really good. Uh, Oh, look at that. Thanks. Uh, oh, my God. So Joshua Vergara is in the process of... I, 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 okay, so 
Uh, first, first and foremost, good morning. Hope you're doing well. I am really, really anxious to make sure that uh, the whomever you're whomever you're picking up at LAX uh, gets there very safely. As I'm pretty sure you'll be very excited, and we're all very excited to be able to see see you guys hang out to, with each other very much. So uh, we'll have to see. Hopefully, how things kind of go. But nice, nice to have you jump on the chat, man. Um, it is. Oh man, it is Saturday. I can't believe. Yeah, you're right. It is the end of the month. So I think. If I'm not mistaken, uh, if you guys all know, probably going to be seeing some uh, some interesting uh, posts. So check out Josh's uh, Instagram and, of course, um, his significant other. I'm pretty sure you guys already know, but we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, I've been uh, holding out. Hold on. Uh, Chris Anthony is actually asking. Uh, I've been holding. Uh, so I've been hearing about uh, Poco phones, uh, but how can we get them in the U.S.? So directly sold in the US they don't sell I and I know that but depending on where you are but I've seen them posted on uh, Walmart and I've also seen them on Amazon so they are, are going to be some sellers that will resell these phones in the US the only thing about it is because they're resellers and not the original so this is not going directly from uh, Poco uh, the, the concern ends up happening is that a $299 phone ends up becoming a little bit more there are other options you can buy directly let's say if you want to buy it from like AliExpress or some or Poco's uh, Hong Kong office uh, Right now, the the short answer to this is is I will say this: uh, these devices are they work. So the Poco works definitely here. I'm able to get really decent speeds as far as internet speeds uh, on T-Mobile here in the LA area. So it's more about how to get these devices. So I'm, I'm hoping at some point Xiaomi does. Sorry, not Xiaomi. Uh, Poco starts coming in because I was also hoping Xiaomi would bring in as well. Uh, start being and actually becoming more present as far as sales in the U.S. because I feel like that's something that we're still missing a lot of. Uh, but I, I agree, it's hard. It's hard to recommend a phone where you're like, "Well, TK, right? I can't pick it up like the way I can pick up some of those other options." Uh, Amazon will be your friend at the end of the day, but uh, just understand that the price, although I stayed at two hundred ninety-nine dollar starting price. Typically will be a little bit more, but it shouldn't be as much as some of the other devices like mid-rangers. You, typically, the ups, uh, the upsell is not as great, so definitely check out Amazon. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, dude, uh, Matt Tyler, crap, I'm lady. <laughs> Matt Tyler finally made it to the show, so we'll have to see. Josh, um, everybody, yeah, everybody's here is just uh, definitely saying, you know, congrats, Josh. Hope you're having a good time, man. Hope you hope everything kind of works out. <laughs> uh, guess what? I, I, all I have to say is this: um, I am so happy for Josh today because. Um, I know how much he's been waiting for, and I know how much this day means to him. So the reality of the matter is, uh, you know, like I said, uh, the best of luck uh, with everything coming up. And uh, I can't wait. Hopefully we'll get a chance to hang out, uh, you know, uh, all, all three of us and stuff like that in the near future. Uh, but I want to say, of course, uh, yeah, I can't believe the day is finally uh, has finally come and hope you guys have a great time. So I'm, I'm sure you guys will post about it and we'll all see it online uh, on, on Instagram and, and, and all about that, of course. Uh, all good. I'm glad. I'm glad Matt was able to hang out with us. Uh, I know I haven't had a chance to talk to Matt for a couple of days. We were playing a couple of games earlier this week. Uh, Call of Duty has been interesting. Uh, August is tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? Believe it or not, Earl. In some some of some of the viewers that are there that are probably talking or they're checking us out today, more than likely are in August already. Because depending on where you are, if I'm not mistaken, I think in India. I've had it a few times where some of my some of the some of the people in the chat they're like, hey, it's almost one o'clock in the morning here and so on. So some of them are already in August. <laughs> we're just late to this. We're we're just late to the game. Oh man, awesome! Every so everybody, yeah, Joshua Gar, enjoy your trip. Uh, <laughs> 
yes, hopefully, hopefully you're having a great time in LA, uh, Dominic. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dominic, just for reference, uh, Josh and I live in the LA area. So I think, uh, it's more so the other way around. Uh, but yes, I'm sure he's, he's going to have tons of fun, uh, hanging out and kicking it with, uh, some very, very much, uh, <laughs> very, very, very much appreciated, uh, hangout time with uh, one of his best, best, best friends. Let's just say that, uh, to get together and do a live. Yes, no, definitely. Uh, at some point, I think we want to be able to do some more, uh, live, live hanging out. Uh, last time, uh, Josh and I hung out was at his birthday party uh, or his birthday get together. Um, so it's been a little bit of time, but definitely, uh, I want to be able to do some time, uh, hopefully in the next coming, in the upcoming week or weeks or so. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so as far as things are kind of going on, uh, November, 2019 was, <laughs> I like that. November 2019. That was a good year, man. That's a good vintage year. The, the the year was, I would say, kind of like on the up up on the upswing. Everybody was thinking things were going to be great. 2020 was going to be amazing. I liked it. 2020, like 2019, was a good year. It's like a good bottle of wine. You appreciate it after it's you know, after it shows you exactly what it's capable of doing. Um. So we need to find a good ramen place uh, between all three of us. But yes, no, Josh and I and, and Juan, we've been talking about trying to do a live stream together. Um, since that last time I was able to visit Juan's, uh, uh, basically uh, the new gadget lab. Um, and I think on, on Thursday when uh, Juan and I were doing the chat, we were talked about it and we we're trying to plan actually an in-person, uh, another in-person, um, you know, kind of like a a live stream for best of our week um and maybe not next week but the week after or so so that we're able to set something up to be able to actually kind of do an in-person now that we're able to kind of work out and be more mobile i want to do more mobile things uh like the way he was doing it when he was on his trip i think it was it last week or so when you know he, he dialed in it was literally the whole show was run from his phone so i i want to be able to get to that level and there's no reason why we can't be mobile when all we talk about is mobile tech so we'll have to see how that goes uh how you are missed <laughs> joe joe's celebrating his seven year anniversary man congratulations uh seven is great um i don't think there's any kind of uh special gifts or anything like that on that other than uh you know yeah obviously you you just basically enjoy your time with your loved one and the baby of course uh and uh <laughs> how lauren has put up with me for this lawn it is a mystery you know what, my friend? It is an absolute mystery, but it is a beautiful mystery, and we love every single minute of it, regardless if it's a challenge or just straight up. It is what it is. We love having um, our significant others in our life, and of course, once you have kids, it just multiplies to the next level. So, of course, can't cannot say enough. Um, you know, kids kids are a, a beautiful. I'll say this: a beautiful, challenging experience that improves you and qualifies you to become a better person. Best way to describe it. And all I'm trying to say is that they're going to drive you crazy and they're going to complain. And then at the end of the day, um, you're going to grow for it. You're going to be a better person for it, for, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I turned sour just before Christmas, Dominic. Yeah, no, that's how it usually goes. Happy anniversary, Joe, of course. Everybody, if you can, ha wish Joe a happy anniversary on the 1st of August. Um, so 8121 or 1828-21, uh, depending where you are in the world. Uh, but yeah, for sure. Uh, very, very much a, a nice, uh, I would say, basically experience just to hang out with the family and kick it and, and have fun with everybody. Uh, so yeah, the the other the other couple of videos that I did uh, during the week, which obviously, you know, the unboxing of the Poco X3 GT, uh, that was very much a spontaneous thing. I wasn't really planning. 
I wanted to do with kind of like the all around version of the video, but I wanted to kind of show something on the day of the launch event. Uh, and I felt like a live event or just unboxing it live with you guys, especially with the suitcase. I mean, seriously, uh, Poco really went out the, on, on, the, on their, on their system there. And they're just, you know, sending me a locked case. I got the package right before the launch. I didn't have enough time to to spend on, um, doing the, uh, the content around it. That's why I need a little bit more time till Monday. Um, and then, of course, there was the other video that I pushed out, which was about the Zen uh, and the vagus nerve simulation. This is something more about uh, stress relief and, and so on. If you if you believe, um, not to believe, if you if you are, I'll, I'll say this, if you're inclined into using tech to help you de-stress, the Zen has a very unique approach to uh, reducing stress by using the vagus nerve simulation in the left ear. So that's the entire premise of what the Zen is trying to do. It's portable. It's easy to use. It has its own app and it has different modes and so on. So that was the video from yesterday. Um, and uh, that was very nice. And then, of course, like I said, the Reno 6 Pro 5G. And of course, uh, we had the unboxing, the live unboxing that we did on the channel. And I did a separate one for the Arabic channel just to make sure everybody was uh, copacetic there as well. Uh, Oh, look at that. Look at that. Okay, so now that we're throwing numbers, I guess. So Matt's been married for 12 years. Uh, Joe's hitting his seventh year. Um, let's just say this. I've, I've, I, I'm i a little bit more... <laughs> I'm almost at the, at the level of where we combine Joe and Matt's years, and that's almost where I am. So I'll say that much. Uh, and uh, definitely very, very, very happy that my wife is uh, you know, sticking with me and, and basically um, just, yeah... <laughs> I mean, we're we're quirky to start with, right? We're tech nerds. We're we Dragon Ball all the time. You gotta you you gotta have a certain level and love. Uh, and and they, I definitely feel all of that for her. And of course, um, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, her her food blog has been just doing great over on Instagram. Uh, so very very nice. Yeah, uh, and I get to eat all that food. That's that's the best way to do it. Uh, er Sabah Ahlan uh, Er nineteen eighties there. Hey man, hope you're doing well. Um, so it, it, overall, this week's been very interesting. Uh, oh, and of course, there's a couple of major announcements that if you kind of want to basically throw those in. So the P50, the P50 series was announced. Um, and there was been obviously some, some talk about the fact that in 2021, Huawei is releasing a, a smartphone that does not have 5G. Um, and the reason behind that is obviously because of the, the issues that they were dealing with, the whole um, why they were not being, why why they don't have Google Play services and so on. There's a lot of things going on on there. Um, personally, I don't have access to the P50 yet. I was I was hoping I'll be part of that initial list, but I don't think I was. Uh, I, I don't know if that will happen soon. Uh, I will try to reach out to Huawei see if I can get my hands on on one of their devices. Uh, I'm interested in the design. The design looks definitely very different. The 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 two spherical options on the left. The design on the back is definitely unique. It's always going to be unique. Uh, the the cameras, obviously, I'm pretty sure will definitely perform very nicely. Uh, the fact that they have two models, one that uh, features the Kirin processor and one that features the Qualcomm processor. So they are going to be releasing an 888 for a version of, the, of this, but they're releasing it as a 4G only. And that's the unique experience. So two variants, different specifications, a lot of tech. Um, hopefully, we'll start seeing some videos on that very soon. And then, of course, the other thing that was released was the nothing, um, the ear one, the nothing earbuds. Um, I would say highly anticipated is a, is somewhat of an understatement, but I mean there was a lot of hype going on around them. Um, they're selling for a hundred bucks. Their original auction that was sold last week on DropX, I think some of their units were going as high as five hundred plus dollars uh, for a single, um, and those are basically mon uh, engraved zero to 100 uh, limited edition ones. They're not the regular buds that you'd be able to pre-order or, or purchase yourself. Um, 
initial reviews, at least from everybody is pointing it out right now, it sounds like they're pretty well-rounded around a hundred bucks. Although, although for me, I feel like we'll have to see kind of like what the solution, what they offer. There's so much more options on the, around the hundred dollar budget range for ANC, true wireless, great sound, app control, functionality, gestures, touch. A lot of things are in the market there. I mean, again, uh, Greg picked up his own uh, pair of, uh, uh, Pixel Buds A series, and those are definitely a very good contender. They don't feature A and C, but they do a decent job reducing external audio with the in-ear uh, functionality. Uh, but they also sound really good. I mean, you're able to basically get a lot of functional things in them. And if you like using the Google Assistant, I still feel like they're one of the better options. Uh, I mean, like Juan is going to be pushing out his video. The S600 is going to be coming out very soon. Um, I'll say this, my channel may start looking more like an audio filed uh, channel very soon because it's literally going to be one of those things where um, I'm going to I have so many earbuds that are sitting at my desk um, and I need to start churning them out before. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm debating on picking up the S uh, the Z Fold 3. Uh, this is seriously, I'm, I'm waiting to see what they confirm and how much the price point and what is the trade in value on the Z Fold 2 to the Z Fold 3. So that's something I still need to kind of figure out and see if that's it's going to be functional for me. Um, the Z, the Z flip three, very much on the low priority list for me. I may pick that up later on, maybe as a used version, uh, mostly because I just don't feel like this is something that fits my lifestyle. And I don't feel like I'll be able to, um, share, well, not share, but essentially I would be able to basically give a good uh, impression on this device because it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. It just doesn't fit the way I like to use my smartphone. I like smartphones to be functional. I like them to expand and, and I don't like them to be where I can't use them unless they're expanded. And the Z Flip definitely did that for me. You have to open it up every time you use it. And at the end of the day, um, it's something, even if they do give us that extra display or the larger, larger display that we're talking about, it's still very much for quick notification and not necessarily something that you're able to use to do things with it. You can't pick up a call with that phone without opening it up. Let's just say that. Even if the external display does enough, you can't pick up a call with it. So I think that's that's probably what I'm going to be uh, focusing uh, most of my effort on, If especially since I'm pretty sure it's going to break the bank, for sure. Um, oh, let me see here. Uh, ER, doing good. So ER, talking to Joe. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, so those are some of the things I know it's not next week. I think it's like another week or so later on, uh, the nothing, the, the, the earbuds one, the, the, I, I may pick them up. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. I'm, I want to see how things go. Um, I feel like for me, since as you guys know, I don't buy, I know none of the Samsung stuff is bought at oh, sorry, it's is sent over for review or even as a loaner, uh, all of that is bought. So I have to actually kind of, uh, build up the, the funds a little bit on that. Uh, and then, of course, I'll be basically trading in my Z Fold 3. So that's going to be my next thing. So I'll, I'll have to kind of maybe do a little bit of a pass on the uh, on the uh, ear one uh, on the nothing's ear one. I'll say that the P50. Oh, and then we, of course, have the uh, the red, Ma not the red magic, the the magic three series launch um, that's going to be coming up from honor. That's also going to be going global that that actually I'm looking more forward towards that uh, because the this is kind of like a comeback story, right? They left Huawei. They're doing things on their own. Um, the 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 Honor 50, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think was supposed to come out. They came out in China, but I think it's, uh, the, the international hasn't been announced yet. Uh, so the Magic 3 was going to be also one of the first smartphones featuring the Snapdragon 888 Plus, which for the most part, although sounds like it's going to be an overclocked 888, it's going to be more focused on better performance on the AI processing. So for the most part, 2021, the 888 is going to be pretty steady across on the performance side. Uh, I don't know if there are going to be any performance, any improvements on the heat dissipation and the concerns that we've had 
but we'll have to see how the 888 does it. So it's going to be one of those things that we have to kind of check out. Um, if you're watching stock, <laughs> Samsung is one of the harder companies. It's it's very much like an experience if you want to go with with Apple. They're very very picky, and it's uh, the the hoops that you'd have to jump through just to be able to work with Samsung. It's um, I, I feel like as much as an honor as it would be to be able to work with such a big company, it's something that I feel like at the end of the day, I, I we want to be able to be more frank and more 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 flexible, and I feel like. Um, having a relationship with the brand needs to come up organically that's why i mean i will ask but if they don't want to then it is what it is we'll move on and i'll buy the device and i'll flip and sell it again and that's how we usually do it right i think all that tech uh, all that tech um all tech uh, uh, all that tech right <laughs> uh was selling his uh tab s7 and that's typically what we end up doing anyways um let me see here real quick. I think if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay, so somebody here said, uh, the Ear One is similar to the Oppo Inco X and the Huawei FreeBuds. Uh, they seem better based uh, better based on initial reviews. Uh, so I like the fact that you mentioned the uh, the Oppo Inco X. Um, I've used the, uh, the, uh, the Oppo Inco earbuds for quite some time. And I'll say that they definitely sound very good for the price point and the, and the functionality. I've used them with my Find X3 Pro. So... At the end of the day, I don't think that they're going to be a bad pair of earbuds. I'm just what I'm trying to say is um, what what nothing was trying to do. They were trying to do a very similar hype function that OnePlus did back in the old uh, the old days, right? Where um, they're trying to make it make it sound more of an exclusive kind of an experience. Now, at the end of the day, I don't think that this is they're going to be providing us with a bad product. It's it's really more about understanding where they're going. We need to understand that. This whole time, we've been talking about a pair of earbuds, right? So they showed us, they teased us, they gave us some information. So those are the things that we kind of typically see. But at the end of the day, when we start seeing exactly what is their, their roadmap, some of the other devices that they're going to release, that's truly when it starts becoming a little bit more functional. They can't be just a one-time kind of we release a pair of earbuds once a year and every year we upgrade it. Uh, at the end, I think this is a good start. I think to a certain point, uh, design aesthetics, the looks, they're definitely being a, a big factor into what this device does uh, and how it looks. So like battery life, usability, functionality, touch and gesture control that they're building into them. Uh, but don't expect them to be better than, let's say, an XM4 from Sony or uh, you know the Apple, the AirPods Pro. Those are still going to provide much better, much more refined experience. Uh, it's just what you're getting right now essentially is going to be a very good, um, a, a very, a very good brand that could potentially become a very unique brand in this space if they're able to push and keep providing and, and provide more features and support for their hardware. So we'll have to see. Like I said, this this is one of those things that you have to kind of appreciate. But I agree. Uh, very. I mean, the the true wireless earbud market right now is flooded with presence from every company and every company has a pair of true buds uh, regardless of who you're using or you're talking about uh, they have a pair of true buds and you have to kind of figure out which ones sound the best and which ones are giving you the best deal uh, i think the p3 series uh from uh, soundcore is definitely very nice i have a video coming up on that very soon um there's the uh, AmazeFit, uh, the the brand new ones from AmazeFit that built in uh, actual exercise tracking built into the earbuds. So they're trying to give you the, so you're not as dependent on a smartwatch when you're going out and getting your step counting. It's going to be built into the earbuds. So there are some really unique experiences there. Uh, and of course, there's some really decent budget ones as well. It's like the Earfun 2, which I actually also have in the studio, but I need to push out and, and put put the video on that one as well. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of goes. Um let me see here. Da, da, da. 
I've only got the kit lens. Oh, uh, grounded. Day. Okay, so I think we're starting to talk cameras. Okay. Uh, Golan Lavi is saying, uh, okay, here, let me jump in. So Golan Lavi is saying, uh, I've been using the OnePlus 9 Pro. It's a great smartphone and the cameras um, are very, very nice uh, with the Hasselblad, but the hype was so big. So OnePlus is always built on hype. OnePlus has this whole hype machine and people love it. So it's it's really very much a following. Um, if you're a fan of the solution of the story of what OnePlus had to go through to become what they are today, uh, then you understand where at OnePlus and how we got to this uh, to this revolution of having their uh, collaboration with Hasselblad, working with uh, McLaren for speed, um, and of course providing us those experiences for cameras. Um, OnePlus, as a company, has done something that is very very different, and you know in a way emerged in a market that was flooded with other companies providing smartphones. So this is why people always look at them. So the fact that they're able to make devices like the OnePlus 9 Pro and what they did last year with the 8 Pro is always refreshing. And it's also very much a satisfying uh, feel when you feel like the brand that you follow, that you enjoy using, and they're providing you year over year a better solution. They're focusing on that, on that, right? Your smartphone from 2020 will work great and it will still be really nice. But your smartphone from 2021 will have a few extra features and they keep building on it. Um, with the exception of the headphone jack disappearing, I think for the most part, we haven't really lost anything. We always gain more year over year. So that's something to also kind of keep in mind uh, with what OnePlus is doing. So wireless charging, the right solution, as fastest charging on the market, wired as well. One of the fastest solutions, 67 watts is the fastest, or 65 watts what they're offering. So just things to be appreciative of. But I, I appreciate what you what you like right there, Roland. It's, it's really nice. The uh, OnePlus series, your story is very good. Uh, uh yeah kit lenses so good okay so it looks like dan is either picking up a camera or are we talking about joe picking up a camera let me see here sorry so grounded tech looks like he has the a5500 the a5000 and joe let me see here da, da, da. oh uh, my mom has uh, has let me borrow her old nikon d77000 uh, with three lenses and i'm trying to improve my photography uh with a proper camera <laughs> Dude, that's very nice. I'm glad that you're able to get a chance to check out some of those other experiences. And I, okay, now I, now I understand the conversation uh, where where Dan is jumping in with uh, the A5000. I think uh, ER uh, saw that the community. Oh, so community page on the e, uh, uh, on the uh, community page of El Jefe that he was unable so uh, unable to bag the nothing ear one. Some with uh, Game Sky or okay. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be initial initial demand on them. This is almost like, um, I mean, you have to understand. There's a big following that came from OnePlus, so there's that whole instant you buy now and you experience. So I'm sure there'll be a little bit of a delay, but I'm sure at some point we're all going to be able to get a chance to play that play out with them as well. Uh, the OnePlus Buds Z. Uh, so those are actually very surprisingly a nice pair of earbuds. Uh, I think they're from like, if I'm not mistaken, from last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and they were also very inexpensive. I think they were really geared towards low latency gaming. Um, and then again, just basically being able to enjoy kind of music on the go and a very much budget friendly. So getting them to be, to go down to 10, uh, to $10 is crazy. August 6th, I think that's next Friday, right? It's going to be pretty quick. Um, so yeah, if you guys don't, have, sorry, let me jump in real quick. If you guys don't know, uh, Joe has a, uh, an Instagram, both, uh, regular, um, I say regular color, regular images. Uh, and the reason I say that is because he also has a monochrome side. So there's two channels on Instagram for Joe that he does. He posts a lot of images. So I'm really hoping to see how the, how Nikon does actually, you know, as far as improving the game there, 
Um, he's a big, as you guys know, uh, big Pixel fan, so we definitely use loves, he's, he loves using his Pixel. But he's trying to go more a little bit with mirrorless, and uh, I can definitely appreciate seeing some improvements there. We'll see how that kind of goes. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Matt, Matt's hitting us with a with a super sticker there, or actually no, super chat. Thank you, uh, TKR Bay. Have a soda on me. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And um, not only am I, I will I will have that soda, but we need to set some time up at some point to be able to kind of go back in there. I want to get a win with you in Call of Duty. We've gotten close, uh, and we want to be able to get better. Um, you know, just more and more. And uh, I've been playing. I don't know next week how my gameplay is going to be. If it's going to be as 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 frequent, but we'll have to set some time up, of course, and uh, and get back on track with everybody. So we'll have to see. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So that's going to be basically the, uh, the through the OnePlus Store app. So if you guys are not familiar, OnePlus has a OnePlus Store app that offers some promotional uh, discounts that are available on their site. Uh, Team Pixel always, uh, I love it. I, I love that. I mean, and technically, if we have to kind of throw that in, uh, Greg also joined Team Pixel by jumping in with the Pixel Buds A series, and he still uses his Pixels. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? I think this is a Pixel Four XL, if I'm not mistaken. So for sure, uh, yes, Team Pixel all the way, man. Oh man, nine, nine, nine. that's for a pair of two wireless buds. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be crazy. Um Matt Tyler's like the Pixel 6 Pro will be in my hand. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, honestly, uh September can't get here fast enough. I know we're we've talked about it. Um, speaking of which, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, I'm sure Greg already had Pixel 4 XL with Greg. Um, I installed and I obviously there's the uh, the third beta that got there was another update to the beta that was pushed out during this week uh, that you, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out. So we're getting closer to full Android 12 coming out. It's very well rounded, very well polished in third beta. So I don't know how much more they need to do other than under the hood type of uh, updates in there for the uh, options that they were talking about. But the reality is. I'm excited. I'm excited for the for what Pixel has to offer, and, and that's going to be unfortunately in September, so that's not August. So for August, it's it's pretty much going to end up becoming uh, more about uh, you know when Samsung announces them, and more than likely they'll be available at the end of the month. It's easy predicting when Samsung releases. They announce in the middle of the month. They push out right right after that. So basically, by the somewhere between the 24th on, people will start getting their devices. Uh, this is going to be a heavily Z Fold three. If you guys want to sign up for be part of the um, I'm not going to say the early crew, but basically if you sign up for their uh, reservations page, you get access to $100 extra on your trade-in. So if you're trading in um, a $400 device, you get an extra $100 value on top of that just for reserving. So costs nothing, does nothing. You guys could check out the link. It's the first one in the description. Um, and if you guys want to check out also the, the Helm audio, the DAC, definitely check that out. Um, Helm is Let's just say this. I'm very surprised with the quality of the audio that they offered, the solution that it offers, and how easy it is to work. Does uh, so the thing I want one thing I would probably say is my my thing to keep in mind is um, two things. A, it does work with almost any device: PC, Mac, Linux, uh, Android, iOS. All of those will work. You just need to make sure to get the right adapter to get this USB-C to connect with your device. Android, it's not a problem. Most PCs don't have a problem. Macs don't have a problem. But if you're trying to use it on, let's say, um, again, an iOS device, you do need to have an adapter. The other thing I want to mention also is that this does actually pull power from your phone. So just be aware that there is going to be extra usage for power because this actually needs to be powered through your battery. Also, this that typically uh, this will also get a little bit warm, not super hot. Uh, there's actually a little bit of a vent. I don't know how I, if I can show this to you guys. Hold on. Let me switch over here. So here. So here's the, the actual. Uh, 
right there. So you can kind of see right there, there's a little bit of a groove on all sections here. Um, I initially thought they were uh, vents, but I think they just help with the dissipation of the heat, but it definitely doesn't get super hot. It's very small. You can definitely see the LED right there. And again, it changes the three colors. Uh, red by definition is going to be the standard color. That's going to be the regular color. So let me show you guys what it means here. Sorry, it's, I want to keep it. Oh, sorry, take that back. So blue is standard. So that's going to be your standard up to 48 kilohertz. HD audio, so that's the CD audio up to 48. So this is 16, this is 24, and this is basically going into mastered FLAC. Uh, just again, all the way as high as you can get as far as audio quality, the best mastered audio. Uh, I tested it out on both. Actually, I've tested it out on many devices. So I used it on my Galaxy S21 Ultra. I used it on, on a device that I can't talk about yet, but we'll talk about that hopefully soon. Uh, I used it on my, uh, obviously on the N200. I've also used it on the uh, Pixel uh, 4a. Um, I've also even used it here on uh, any, you know, it literally works with any smartphone. It seems like it works because it interfaces as a DAC, not necessarily as just an, uh, um, I guess, an uh, USB-C to 3.5 millimeter headphone jack adapter. It works perfectly. The best app that works with it, although is, and I will say on mobile, is Tidal because Tidal not only recognizes it, but it also takes control of it and actually uses the hardware built into it to decode and amplify uh, mastered audio directly from their library. So no question, audio, if you're an audiophile and you love listening to music, this is gonna feed you. If you're, if you like to listen to music and you love your ears, um, you need to get one of these guys or at least check them out. Um, Helm makes some of the best options and I'm sure Juan Carlos is also a big fan as well. Um, I don't know why I'm buzzing uh manage oh sorry twitch wants me to manage the 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 actual live stream straight from there uh you are live okay i don't know why that was coming up uh let's see here uh steam deck uh, oh yes definitely uh so joe was talking about the the steam deck um Oh man, yeah, yeah, we're almost at this. Uh, so yeah, if you guys don't don't mind, uh, we're almost at that point where we're doing the TKception. So if you guys are not familiar, if you're new to the channel, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, there's this nice little visual effect that we like to do here on the channel called TKception. So if you can drop a, a comment in the in the stream uh, with the TKception and your favorite uh, hashtags in there, we'll, we'll get a chance to jump into them. Uh, but just to kind of uh, to echo uh, Joe's uh, comment, I've been watching a lot more content. I'm kicking myself a little bit because I did not get a chance to put in a, a pre-order for it. I know Juan put in one, so that's why I'm, I'm kind of a little bit feeling a little bit safe. Hopefully he gets his by the end of the year. Um, the gaming mechanics and what we see with the Steam Deck is looking very promising. Um, one thing I think on Thursday when we were talking about the best of our week, we talked about the fact that it would be amazing if um, Epic can bring their library, if EA can bring their library over to something like the Steam Deck or even on this hardware uh, without needing to have installing window, Windows as a as an operating system because you're, you're getting the benefit of basically optimized hardware for the, for the experience that you want to play, but you lose all of the background processes and, and drivers and all of that, all the things that potentially slow the system down and become more of an overhead um, to performance, uh, you know, and, I'm not going to say performance impeding, but performance in, uh, that could potentially reduce the performance that you expect from this device. Uh, the Steam Deck is poised to well, the Steam Deck is poised to be to become a very good portable solution, and I feel like this is the the answer that we all wanted when we were thinking of the Switch Pro. We wanted something like the Switch Pro to be to exist, and Steam just walked in and told uh, Nintendo, "Hold my beer, because I got you covered." 
And, and I think that's how it's going to end up becoming. Uh, the price is actually very reasonable considering what you're getting. Although I feel like the entry level should have been a little bit more. Uh, I don't feel like, you know, uh, 64 gigabytes of EMMC is the right solution when the next step above that is uh, NVMe storage on uh, basically, and I think it's 256. Realistically, if you've ever played Call of Duty or any game that requires, I mean, heck, let's just say this. Let's say if you've ever played Flight Simulator, which is part of the Steam library, um, you would know 64 is not right. And I understand, and a lot of people are talking about, well, it has you know memory card expansion. You can add an SD card. Memory cards will never be as fast as internal storage. EMMC is faster than what the memory card is going to perform at, uh, even with some of the better options on the market. And I feel like... I think memory cards are great for memory saves, for game saves, but not necessarily for running the game. You need, you really need the super fast internal speed, and it really makes a makes or breaks basically game performance, uh, loading time, and just overall smoothness of the system. So the storage is almost as important as the processor if you really think about it. Um, if you've ever, and this is going to start sounding like I'm trying to go back in time, but if you if your first generation or first experience on a PC was on a spinning drive. PC, meaning your your main drive where your operating system is installed is on a spinning drive, and you switch over to an SSD, and you saw that jump in time, and you know going down from like two minutes plus to boot up your PC to less than thirty seconds, you know the fat the benefit of SSD, and of course an NVMe SSD is even faster. So, but yeah, that's just me. So with that being said. Let me see here. Let me bring it back. Boop, bah, bah. <laughs> and I think I'm a little bit late on this. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see if I can find Greg's comment. Okay. So with that being said, let's go ahead and do share. I always forget to do it. So it, there was a there was a one point where I didn't actually convert that there. Okay. And oh, got it done. I want to say, of course, thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us. It is Saturday, the literally the last day, the 31st of July, 2021. And uh, thanks to Greg, of course, for hanging out with us. Thank you for, you know, TKception, as, as always. Uh, Matt Tyler hanging out with us as well with the Super Chat. Really, really nice. Thank you very much there. Let me see if I can bring it down here. I'm not missing anybody's comment. JV. Uh, yes. And of, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so nice that to actually see uh, Josh jump in, and I cannot wait to hear how things are going on with him. Uh, and I, I really hope and wish him the best, uh, of course. And I want to hang out with him hopefully in the next few uh, weeks or so. Uh, the Xperia, do I? Okay, so here's a quick question. Hans, Hans I'm not going to, uh, uh, well, actually, the answer is you don't need to use a DAC with it. Uh, Actually, it has a built-in DAC that does actually a really decent job. This is the difference. The Helm DAC actually can perform much better on MQA style, uh, basically uh, audio. So there's there's different levels of DAC quality, and I feel like that the MQA, especially when you're trying to talk about something higher, that when you're trying to listen to like lossless audio, that type of an experience, I think the Xperia One Mark III should be perfectly fine for what you need. Uh, if you want to get a solution that will work on any system that you want, and you want to start using something that is literally again, this this will work with anything. This is definitely going to be one of the better options. The Xperia 1 Mark III, for sure, no. If you want to pick up the V60, again, no. I don't think you really need those on those devices. Uh, they will, they can't be hurt. It doesn't hurt them at all, but it definitely can uh, benefit you as well. Let me see here. Uh, oh, here it is. Aditya, thank you very much. Uh, Aditya, TKception, TKR Bay, <laughs> Super Saiyan, as always, TK Tesla Bay. Audio file, I'm trying. I'm trying to grab as much as I can around where Juan, and I'm trying to learn as much as I can from Juan, because uh, truly, such a massive amount of source, like a, just a source of data 
when it comes down to audio and it's a pleasure just to be able to enjoy it like seriously the current audio solution that we're using on the live stream that i've been using since the beginning is seriously something that would not have happened if he didn't help me put the system together uh he just knows this is literally this is it's weird it's crazy it's like magic but he knows exactly what it is um thank you very much oh and then of course ground attack dan thank you very much of course hashtag tk uh, tkception uh earl owens man uh hope you're doing well uh yes tk one plus and two to 500 uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out or if you're looking for something that is a decent budget smartphone that features great 5g uh, and again will at least give you a good speed i mean the performance very much tailored to run very, very fast, even with the Snapdragon 480. So even though we're talking about a 400 series processor, it still performs very nicely considering it's a $200 smartphone, around 200. I say 200. Uh, there, there'll be links for everything that I'm mentioning, of course, in the description below. Um, Matt Tyler, of course, uh, TKception, our bay, TK, the man, the legend, uh, hashtag Juan. We didn't see any, any sightings of uh, Juan Carlos today. We definitely did see Josh, so... Uh, we'll see, definitely. Uh, and of course, uh, TK Dak Bay. <laughs> Ground. Oh my God, Dan, you're driving it, man. Dude, appreciate it. Always, always. Uh, yes, uh, ha happy, fourth, happy for JV, of course. Uh, we're all happy very much for him. Uh, and Chemi in there, of course. TK Shepson, uh, TK Shepson, thank you very much. Uh, TK Amigo. Uh, también, gracias, mi amigo. También. Uh, and of course, Dominic Juan, always, always hanging out. Uh, you guys, Seriously, the best part of the week, the start, the best way to start the weekend is always to hang out with you guys. Uh, I was a little bit late this morning, kind of putting things together, trying to get my mind wrapped around a couple of things. Uh, but yes, uh, this week is definitely to be a little bit better, and I hope it keeps going this way. We're all and we all get better, and uh, we, we obviously get do better in life as well. Uh, er nineteen eighty, uh, Ibrahim, shukran, thank you very much, man. Hope you're doing well. And of course, the man, the legend, the fireman himself, Gary, the fireman, hitting us with another super chat. Uh, TK Seption, TKR Bay, Alpha Bay as well. Uh, and of course, check out Tesla, see how the market is doing. And then TK Audiophile Day. Um, it's a pleasure to have audio played the right way. It's hard for me to explain that for the longest time, I had my ears tuned to listen to audio in a specific manner. I was very much always playing it in a, in a specific uh, manner, playing it and not necessarily caring too much about the actual audio quality, but more so about the, let's say, having it bassy and so on. And at the end of the day, once you listen to the audio correctly and you play it with the right hardware, it is so enjoyable, so enjoyable to listen to the right track and enjoy it. So uh, definitely, and I know Juan will obviously back me up on this, love your ears, play, get the right hardware to be able to enjoy the music on them and enjoy the music as much as possible, uh, regardless of what genre of music that you listen to. So for sure, definitely for everybody else, thank you very much. Oh, Chemi again, thank you, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, Oh, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Hey, man. I uh, hope you're doing it. <laughs> TK's SGGQA. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that would be funny. I, I need to I need to crash one of uh, Juan's uh, SGGQAs again. Uh, I long time ago, if you guys are, uh, remember, I, I did one time just show up at his lab. This was obviously two labs ago back in the old, old place. Uh, but it was definitely very, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh, man. Let me bring the screen back on this side so we can see ourselves in the right frame. And of course, it, it decides to be do uh, to set it up for us. But um, with that being said, we are hitting that almost uh, basically that an hour and a half, which is I think what our show has been kind of uh, gradually going for for the last few uh, months now. Um, be safe, stay safe. 
uh, and like I said, the N200 with the with the helm is a great combo for a very inexpensive price. For about $300, you have a very good solid solution for lossless audio with 5G support. So you're very much a good position to go mobile, enjoy the audio. Uh, obviously, you do need to have a subscription if you want to be able to use either Tidal, Amazon Music or anything like that. Now, there are other options that you're able to if you want to basically just buy the track straight from your uh, from the artists themselves, and you can still enjoy that type of audio. But the beauty of the helm and uh, what the helm is offering is any device that you can connect this to it will make your sound better that's it literally anything you connect this to that runs audio this will make it sound better it is what it is and you're getting to to use like seriously some massively really good pair of cans that will work uh, with literally almost anything and that's one of the main benefit i've played games with them uh, now obviously i don't have audio through them you cannot use um, a microphone this is intended purely for stereo <coughs> but um it's going to be a, a blast it's going to be amazing so like and subscribe of course if you haven't had a chance to yet uh, and of course uh, be safe stay safe connect with some of your old friends uh, take care of yourself. We'll see you guys on Monday with the SGGQA, Thursday with the best of our week, and of course next week for another episode of the Saturday Morning with Tech. Take care, everybody. I, I really appreciate you guys being with us on, on this day again. I'll see you next week.